0: You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales.
1: Do
0: you guys think that our show features enough intrigue? Well, there's a little more. (laughs) Considering we had to do that, I'm going to say no, not quite enough i'm I'm just wondering about ways to improve our show, and you you think about like sound quality and things like that, whereas i I want to improve the content, both are important. What do you guys feel about uh me reversing the entire audio of this show and we just put up a backwards show? I'm so I'm, that only I'm, the truest of treasure hunters will find this episode. I'm into that idea. I do think you should split it up into at least two dozen pieces so they have to assemble the clips in order let's start an ARG for what the folklore Uh uh-huh I'll I'll pick two individuals on this planet at random via gmail okay I'm gonna type two names into gmail and they're gonna get the two separate chunks of this episode yeah and it's up to them to put it together and share it with the rest of the world yeah so this one's just for them troubleshooting what if those people don't care? Oh, they won't. Almost, <laughs> almost, almost certainly it will be marked as spam. Is...
1: And then our other listeners will have to track down those people if they really want to hear that episode, and it becomes an entire listenership-based manhunt.
0: Wouldn't Willy Wonka have been more interesting if he had given the tickets to people who didn't care and then issued a manhunt for them? <laughs> that would be a good... Uh... Since Tim Burton was doing a remake, he he might as well have done something like that with it. So, bearing in mind that this is going to be listened to by maximum two, minimum none people, this is the lost episode. If you're hearing this, it is nothing short of a miracle.
1: So, what should have happened with our last episode?
0: Probably that was the one to split up. I I think the the eventual unveiling would be that much more disappointing. (laughs) You're listening to what the folklore
1: making sense of senseless tales
0: uh if you are listening to it if i see the number of downloads go up by more than two this week i'm canceling the show (laughs) we know somebody cheated (laughs) peer-to-peer assholes (laughs) get off (laughs) kazah i'm tyler i'm gordy i'm carmen this is the right show though you're in the right place Yeah. yeah It's just starting different. It's just the wrong time. It's... I think it's a time capsule now. I'm not sure what I'm going for anymore. <laughs> well, let's just let it unfold. Sure. And we'll, don't impose roles on it. Just let it be what it chooses to be. It can be free.
1: So on this show, slash time capsule, slash spam email, um, I will be reading you two a story that you pick through a nonsense means, mm-hmm. uh, through nonsense means, and it will be a folk tale from somewhere in the world that you have not heard. I guarantee it. 100%. A billion percent.
0: That's a lot of percent.
1: Yep. It's one that Disney has not touched, likely will never touch, and for good reason.
0: No one wants to hear Cinderella again.
1: Yeah, we all know you chop off the toes, chop off the heels, and some birds are mad. That's not very exciting.
0: Clearly no one wants to hear Cinderella. I don't think they went to that new movie. (laughs) <laughs> Doesn't sound like it did very well. Was there a new movie? Yep, exactly. What? Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, they're really missing out, because they're trying to make all these disney tales dark. Sometimes with a nod to the original folktale, which tends to be darker. But it gets so much deeper than that. They could be doing original folktale movies. Is
0: it better, though? I think our show is a testament to the fact that it is not. <laughs> but they they actually they actually picked the right path for themselves
1: the bland dark darkened disney versions yeah as opposed to a half man half hedgehog skewering princesses i
0: feel like they as a company make considerably more money than we or anyone else who has touched these fairy tales do that's fair so
1: far <laughs> but most of their money comes from sports so does it really count does it though yeah, ESPN is like... I thought it was doing bad for them. It is doing bad. That's why their stocks went bad even when Frozen was destroying the box office. And and uh, Star Wars.
0: Well... Back the wrong horse. Disney, if you want Which wanted, was football players. If you want to get into the money game, give us a call.
1: We know all about making money. We're very good at it.
0: <clears throat> so do we have options tonight?
1: You do. How do you want to choose?
0: Um, pick... An arbitrary amount of money.
1: Am I supposed to say it? Yes. Okay. Eleven dollars.
0: Gordy, we have eleven dollars to bid on various aspects of this show tonight. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like this. We will hear the episode titles. Wait, do do we each get five fifty? What? Who are we bidding against? We're bidding you and I are bidding against each other. Okay. We have a total of eleven dollars to spend. Well, I bid eleven dollars on what I want. <laughs> Okay, but that means that I have $11 to do different things throughout the show. Oh, okay. You didn't let me finish We the don't the have a, We don't have a shared pool of 11 No. All right. You and I each have $11 okay. in hand. I, I, I gotcha. We will hear the episode titles, and we'll be able to bid on which one we want to win. Okay. With the leftover money, uh, we will use it a la Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> okay. To sabotage each other's jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right i like i like this idea i'm gonna have to keep track of how much I spend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah both of you get out your phone counselor. take notes
0: alton brown what are you doing with your life
1: um a lot more than we are
0: <laughs> okay so what what are the titles
1: um we've got from grim our lady's child from czechoslovakia golden hair
0: that sounds familiar i feel like it's come up before in the choice pool, probably. Uh, an event that I did not foresee is that we might just agree. <laughs> also, <laughs> well, then we have lots of money left over to bid on other things. Sure, and we'll find something.
1: From Spain, the Princess Bellaflor.
0: Well, the first one's out for me. What was it again?
1: The first one was yeah. Our Lady's Child.
0: I don't care about that. It sounds stuffy. I've heard about a lot of children. Generally, I have not. Has not been a great experience. Sounds like a black and white. Uh, I don't need AMC. I don't need fairy tale, Facebook to tell me about its kids. <laughs> I'm putting a dollar on the prince. No, I'm gonna put fifty cents on the Princess Bella floor. It's been conservative at the start.
1: Got a bid for fifty cents? Are so you gonna you're gonna bid higher for yeah. the Golden Hair or Our Lady's Child?
0: I. I don't want golden hair, but I do want to bid for it.
1: (laughs) You don't want it, you just want to win.
0: (laughs) It's possible we didn't think out the rules to this game very well. No, really, I just want Gory to spend more money.
1: I mean, that's a valid Cutthroat Kitchen strategy.
0: So I'm going to bid $5 on golden hair. We're going to read golden hair, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, golden hair it is. Tyler has $6 left in his account. And Gordy has 11
0: It's a rookie mistake.
1: Alright, so this one comes from Fairy Tales of Eastern Europe, selected and retold by Neil Philip.
0: Do we know where in Eastern Europe?
1: Czechoslovakia.
0: Oh, that's right. We're... Neither of us want to read this story. No. Okay.
1: Uh, this is a story that's similar to The White Snake. So let me look up that.
0: The White Snake?
1: It's a grim tale. You don't have to look it up. I'm looking up the Arn Thompson type. Steve
0: Vai played for them. (laughs) I think Still in the Night was one of their songs. Don't worry about it. I got it. Everything you need to know about White Snake.
1: Okay. Um, It's Arn Thompson type 673, The White Snake.
0: There's no way this is gonna sound good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just put that in as a stinger later.
1: Are you guys ready to read Golden Hair?
0: I have my six dollars in <laughs> hand. I guess, I guess. Is it too late to to rebid? Probably. Okay. Yep,
1: we're locked in. Once. There was a king who was so clever that he understood all the animals and knew what they said to each other. And this is how he learnt it. Once this
0: the story is.
1: I guess so. It has been a long time since I've heard this thing. <laughs> okay. Once upon a time, there came to him a little old woman with a snake in a basket. She told him to cook the snake and eat it to understand what any animal in air or earth or water said. So that's how he learned it. We did have to set that up before the next sentence was allowed to be said.
0: Was she also selling Tupperware? He I don't would. typically trust people who come up to my door and tell me to do things. Where's the security? How'd this woman get through?
1: Well, kings do the that audience thing.
0: For whoever. Yeah, where people come
1: up and complain about stuff. They don't
0: pat people down for live snakes, though.
1: Maybe it wasn't venomous.
0: I've always, I've always thought of audience with nobility or a king like that to be sort of a, a austere proceeding. But do you think it was more like uh, comic conventions where just whoever can get up and talk to famous <laughs> people and they just say the dumbest, cringiest shit sometimes? Yeah.
1: They can stand up and shout whatever questions just they want.
0: Obligated to <laughs> stand in front of whatever Yahoo wants to wander through. Yeah. Eat this snake! <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna do that I'm king. He <laughs> can't make me Eat this snake <laughs> Cook this snake
1: <laughs> Do it for the fans. Well, the king liked the idea of understanding what nobody else understood. so he paid her well for the snake and ordered his servant to cook what the story now refers to as the fish for dinner.
0: It's not close. <laughs> are those even reptiles? What are they?
1: They are fish
0: But what are, a whole but what are separate. those? they're separate what separates amphibious from other categories
1: uh yeah it can
0: breathe air and water
1: yeah it can exist in both environments gotcha uh he warned his servant not to take even a morsel of the fish on his tongue lest he pave it with his head
0: so he's into this snake oh sorry fish
1: yeah the king (laughs) king is super into the snake fish but only because only he will have this understanding it's not cool if anyone else knows.
0: Shoot this pistol into your foot, it will make you beefy. Yeah, sure. Sounds good.
1: I think eating a snake is different from letting a snake bite you or shooting. Well, if your you're snake.
0: having somebody prepare it for you. If you're preparing it yourself, it could be dangerous.
1: Maybe it was a dead snake in a basket. Doesn't really clarify.
0: Even if it was dead, it could have venom in it. Like a gusher. <laughs> <laughs> but poison. <laughs> Discovered a new marketing <laughs> angle for them. <laughs>
1: George, the servant, thought that this was an odd sort of rule, and also he was suspicious of a fish that looked so much like a snake. And he thinks, what sort of cook would I be if I didn't taste what I was cooking? Which we all know from our copious viewings of Food Network shows is an important I mean, rule.
0: That, that is sound logic.
1: Gotta taste as you go. Otherwise this... The snake fish would be oversalted.
0: I'm confused as to why they're trying to gaslight this chef.
1: Well, if the chef tastes the snake, then he will also get the power.
0: The understanding. Right. Why did they tell him it was a fish? He's a chef. He's gonna <laughs> know it's not. I know. Is it touched upon again?
1: No. The king, I guess, just wanted to be tricksy. He's he's trying to layer deceptions on top of each other.
0: I see. It's not working. <laughs>
1: no. He's, he's a monarch, not <clears throat> an intellect. Sure. Uh, so George obviously ignores the order and tastes it while he's cooking to make sure that it's cooked well. And then he hears a weird buzzing around his ears saying, um, Some for us too. Some for us too. But he saw nothing around him but some flies. Ghosts. Then he heard someone with a hissing voice in the street outside shout, Where are you going? Where are you going And then shrill voices answered to them to the Miller's barley to the Miller's barley Because apparently all animals just have to repeat that's phrase. how you know it's animals
0: <laughs> That's the, that's the handy trick when when you get this power If something if something says something twice it's an animal not a human.
1: Uh, George looked out the window and he saw a gander and a flock of geese. So even among geese you get like cat calling in the streets.
0: <laughs> hey baby. It's nice to know that it's not just humans, is it? Or is that more discouraging? I mean, at least it's not just us. <laughs> you take solace in that, yeah.
1: But we're not the shittiest. We're, we're not just in a a club of shitty.
0: Yeah, we're maybe we're not the worst.
1: Um, so then George realizes that oh, this is the kind of fish this is—the kind that makes you understand animals. And now that he knew what it was, he thrust one more morsel in his mouth and then carried the snake to the king as if nothing had happened.
0: Just for good measure.
1: Yeah. Presumably, he prepared it in such a way that it's not obvious that there are bites missing.
0: There are two bites taken.
1: Like he's chopped it up in a pasta dish or something.
0: He just punched it into a mash.
1: <laughs> it's like a pate. Yeah. After dinner, the king ordered George to saddle the horses and accompany him on a ride. The king was riding in front, and George was riding behind. When they got to a green meadow, George's horse bounded and began to neigh. Ho-ho, brother, I feel so light, I should like to jump over mountains. And the king's horse replies, I should like to jump too, but there is an old man on my back, and if I were to skip around, he'd fall and break his neck. Let him break it, and then you'll carry a young man instead of an old one.
0: It's interesting that these horses don't aspire to be free. They just aspire to carry younger people.
1: (laughs) So they can jump
0: they have someone to party with. (laughs) They do want someone on their back. It just has to be a younger person. Right.
1: They're basically the teenagers of the animal kingdom. Like, they're not ready for a full taste of freedom, because that means jobs and bills and cooking, but they do want the young hip people around so that they can just party it up. Sure. George laughs quietly as he listens to this conversation so the king would not hear him. The king, of course, also understands what the horses are saying.
0: And beats them to death.
1: And looked around to see a smile on George's face, then asked what he was laughing at. George says nothing, just something that popped in my head. And the king is instantly suspicious. The servants don't have thoughts of their own.
0: Certainly not funny ones.
1: Uh, But he also didn't feel confident in the horses anymore. So they turned and rode back home. Once at the palace, the king orders George to pour him a glass of wine, but threatens his head for it if he doesn't pour it full, or if he pours it so full that it will run over.
0: So he's got to, he's got to stick the landing. Also, do, can they speak to these animals now, or do they just eavesdrop?
1: So far, they're just eavesdropping.
0: That doesn't sound f- fun or good.
1: Because. <laughs> Yeah, the the old lady said this will just let you understand them. Not that it will open a two way street of communication.
0: Yeah, that sounds not desirable to me.
1: I mean, it could be useful yeah, if you can train a dog to go spy on another place
0: <laughs> and just yell
1: information
0: <laughs> to you. You could use them as alarms. Yeah. And warning signs.
1: Yeah, if you can hear a flock of birds going, F- all these metal people. Mm-hmm. messing up my song and then they know an army's coming
0: there are a lot more nocturnal animals than there are humans though
1: that's true
0: so it would be difficult to get to sleep I think if you're just listening to owls like
1: my turf my turf Yeah,
0: scream at each other (laughs) if you're listening to owl gang wars all night it'd just be good entertainment maybe you can learn some things
1: I'll mess you up Which is half of what animals say, and then the other half is, Hey, who wants to tap this? (laughs) Hey, baby? It's just a... Let's get freaky. So, yeah, George now has to pour this glass of wine perfectly, or get his head chopped off. Which seems like poor management style on the king.
0: Option three, leave.
1: (laughs) Find new employment. So George took the wine decanter and he poured, but then two birds flew through the window, one chasing another that had three golden hairs in its beak. The birds were arguing about who actually owned the hairs among them, and the one with the beak said that they, the hairs belonged to him because he was the one to pick them up. But the other bird said, well, I saw them fall when the golden-haired maiden was combing her hair, so at least give me two.
0: Let's shout exposition at each other. <laughs> That's what that power's for. Yep. <laughs> So that this guy doesn't have to tell a real story. So so this writer can write terrible expository dialogue.
1: Uh, So the birds fought over the hares, and then each got one of the hares, and the third fell to the ground, making a ringing sound when it hit. At that moment, George looked around to see it, and the wine overflowed. (gasps) You forfeited your life, shouted the king.
0: He was watching this whole time?
1: Yeah, he's staring at the... And he
0: was not bothered by the birds.
1: No. Um,
0: Why did he want this power if he's just going to ignore all of his animals? <laughs> no. He wanted to better ignore them. He just wants he to... He wanted to know what he was ignoring them yeah. about.
1: Right, he doesn't want to be ignorant about his <clears throat> ignoring. Maybe yes.
0: there's... he suspects them of scheming against him.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's right. The horses were definitely willing to commit regicide for a happier romp in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you forfeited your life, but I'll deal mercifully with you if you obtain the golden-haired maiden and bring her to me as my wife. So he is, I guess, just assuming that over- <laughs> You heard those
0: birds too, right?
1: Overflowing the wine means that he definitely stole a bite of fish and understands, and not that he was distracted by a friggin' bird fight in the dining area. Because <laughs> I feel like that would be distracting to anyone.
0: If I understand this right, the king is trying to catch his servant in a trap?
1: Theoretically, but the king couldn't have predicted that birds are going to come screaming into his dining room with an argument in hand. It was
0: a very poor test. <laughs> so he's, he's not trying to flush out that this guy knows how to listen to animals.
1: I, I think he is. You know, He suspected it with the horses, so I think... That might be ultimately his goal. I don't know if that's his goal here, because there's no particular setup for that. Unless
0: he can speak to the birds and
1: like, negotiate. Got them in on it. He is
0: organized as the whole thing.
1: Maybe. Uh, my other impression is that he just like screams at this guy all the time. <laughs> that if he doesn't <laughs> These do are things, the it's... kinds of
0: demands he's used to giving him.
1: Right, like you do things to my specifications or you forfeit your life. Which is probably why this guy is his only apparent servant and companion in this entire castle.
0: <laughs> he must be the best of all servants, though.
1: Yeah, He survived
0: great. the servant gauntlet. <laughs> and, now, and now he is king of servants.
1: So there's just a servant graveyard in the back of this <laughs> castle for all that have failed these tests.
0: The servant is the best character. He knows death is coming. He just doesn't know when, how long he can hold out.
1: It's like a reality TV show he's signed up for, but it's... Extra real. There's got to be a, a cash prize at the end of this for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make a lot more sense if it was a game show.
1: Yeah, because I think servants' wages aren't enough of a cash prize for constantly risking life forfeiture. Alright, so there's nothing George can do at this point, uh, so he has to go and search for this maiden, even though he doesn't know where to look for her.
0: Why don't they ask the birds?
1: Well, it's possible that they only have the gift of understanding and not of speaking.
0: I was going to say they could still say it, but that assumes that birds understand human language. Well, right.
1: Birds can eat oh, another his, weird snake.
0: Historically speaking, they do.
1: It's true. From
0: other stories, they they should understand human speech. So
1: They might not know that, though, or think of it. They're so used to not talking to animals, I would I'd imagine that that would be... An instinct you'd have to develop over time.
0: This king operates under a lot of assumptions. About just about everything in his life, it seems like.
1: Isn't that kinda how royalty has worked though?
0: He heard he hears two birds squabbling over how like three hairs was it? Yeah. Three golden hairs, and assumes that this is a woman that he would desire. Because she has at least three golden hairs on her. What other other source of golden hairs can you cite? What do you mean? Well,
1: they know it comes from a a golden-haired maiden. Yeah. But the birds haven't said anything about the attractiveness of the golden-haired maiden. Or
0: even if she has hobbies.
1: Right. She could have a face like a dump truck... And no particular interest in the world around her. And also just be a really nasty person who, like, squishes frogs into children's faces for fun. And just
0: happens to have blonde hair.
1: Right. All he knows about her is that she's got hair and it's a color. At
0: at least three of them are. Right. This king... She could have highlights. She She
1: could be going gray.
0: That's not a big enough pool of data to make any conclusive... She could be super statements.
1: old and, and has a really great dye job.
0: But on the other hand, he's just having his servant go out and do this because he's mad at his servant anyway, because so it's I not guess a it big, doesn't really matter. It's not a big risk to him if he can just say, servant, bring her here. She's If she's not up to par, then you yeah. can always I, dismiss at, her. At least I was a pest to my servant. Yeah, right, at least... At least I endangered my servant's life <laughs> to do it.
1: I mean, I was going to argue that he does risk losing his last servant and all of the services offered, but he's willing to risk that anyway through yeah. murder. So Is this a story... that was already on the table. Is this, just a...
0: Is this a story about how the king comes to appreciate the best servant he's ever had? <laughs> um,
1: are you Are you going to bet some of your eleven dollars on that?
0: I will bet <laughs> one of my eleven dollars. <laughs> that that is that the, that is the point. We're taking bets now.
1: I don't know how to. I'm bidding. I don't know how to. <laughs> one of my that dollars. That that one. is
0: true. I assumed that we could save it for the discussion, but so well, we can actually implement rules onto each other. Okay, that's fine. I won't bid one of my dollars. <laughs> Keep your dollar. You make it, it could be harder. Useful. Oh, Just going yeah, make you it can, harder for you later.
1: You can bid on like actor choices and yeah. like other things. Okay, that sounds good.
0: We can make each other. Say stuff.
1: George saddles his horse and rides around at random, because what else are you going to do with no information, (laughs) until he came to a black forest where a bush was burning under the trees by the roadside because a cowherd had set it on fire.
0: Couldn't he just bring any golden-haired maiden? Yes.
1: Yes, he could. That's true.
0: How is the king going to prove that it's the right one?
1: Well, there's one hair left on the floor, so if the king collects that, he could maybe do...
0: DNA testing, just just a, a sight
1: test. Yeah, I'll just hold it up to her head. Measure right? it up. The wrong, wrong one. Maybe well, it didn't make a ringing sound when it hit the floor, so maybe the hair is made of actual gold. Like King Midas got into a salon <laughs> career briefly, and this was it was, his, it was his a first, poor decision. First and last customer.
0: <laughs> yes, I don't know. I just I just had a flash of vision of King Midas attempting various tactile jobs. <laughs> For no reason Knowing full well that it would not end well for him
1: Ditch diggers no go (laughs) Can't do plumbing
0: He got run out of the masseuse business I'm a very bad colonoscopist (laughs) No one comes to the practice anymore
1: Literally shitting gold bricks now (laughs) Maybe he's responsible for all those uh, geese King Midas? Yeah.
0: He was a vet?
1: (laughs) Briefly. (laughs) And it created several geese and other birds that just had gold in them. Touching goose poopers? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Asking them to turn their head and honk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of them had a colon issue, another one had, like, lady geese problems. Lady geese problems. Yeah. how do you get
0: that gizzard, though?
1: That was an operation.
0: (laughs) Open surgery. Yeah. Went and stroked some organs. Here's the thing. If there's something wrong with that organ... Yeah. Like, if it's cancerous, Mm -hmm. you turn it to gold, that cancer's done. Stops right there.
1: There's what science needs to do. It needs to pair up with the alchemists. You will will wipe out
0: one organ, but it won't spread. Mark my words, in the year 2018, we will see a resurgence of alchemy.
1: We've turned these boobs to gold. (laughs) (laughs) We're safe now. And Madonna has risen from the grave.
0: Oh, gosh. For, yeah, for the the boobs of gold.
1: She becomes the patron goddess of (laughs)
0: Of clinging um, desperately to youth?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are okay. we doing?
1: Uh, there's a bush burning in the, up by the roadside.
0: Because a cowherd was bored?
1: <laughs> yeah. It was a delinquent youth cowherd.
0: 16 and trying to get someone's attention? <laughs> he read it in a book.
1: It's got a lot of anger and he doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, under this bush was an anthill, and there, the sparks from the fire were falling on it as the ants were fleeing with their eggs.
0: My god. <laughs> Say that again? He can understand them now. Yes. What?
1: There's an anthill under this burning bush, and sparks from the bush are falling down on it as the ants are running Ooh. away with holding their eggs. How do you, how do you feel
0: about rolling up on that? <laughs> Just all of them screaming. In you yeah.
1: Um, they shout out, help, George, help, we're being burnt to death.
0: Ants know his name. Yep. <laughs> it's a very not done situation.
1: So uh, George got down from his horse, cut away the bush, and put out the fire. And the ants tell him, well, if you're ever in trouble, think of us and we'll help you out.
0: One of you listening, I hope you pick up that Once in Future King reference. <laughs> Just let me know later. <laughs> Tweet it.
1: Then George kept writing and he came to a lofty pine with a raven's nest on the top of it and then two young ravens crying on the ground below because their parents flew away and they have to get food for themselves even though they can't fly yet.
0: And the brush fire is spreading. So we've reached the part of the story where he's assembling a crew. Yeah. To do specific tasks. Is this one of those?
1: Yep. He
0: already sent the servant. No, the servants. The servants. Oh, this is the servant collecting his. Why was I thinking the king was doing this?
1: King doesn't do things. He's not a prince. That was
0: very foolish of me. (laughs) Princes
1: do stuff usually after getting lost. Kings don't. Kings just threaten and and give away property, and want things.
0: What if George? This is the servant planning his Italian job what if george kills the king and by the laws of their land you keep what you kill just like in the chronicles of riddick and he becomes the new king
1: doesn't sound like there's anyone around to argue yeah it really seems like an empty castle with george and this one king (laughs) i'm not even sure he has a kingdom anymore i think he might have just been a squatter yeah
0: he may not have ever been king he's just bigger than george and says call me king
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> found a I'm, crown. I'm kind of <laughs> in in envisioning just
0: Bert and Ernie in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an extended very weird Sesame Street bit.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, the young ravens call out to George to help them or they'll die of hunger. Their parents just abandon them.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder what special task they can do later in the story.
1: Well, George didn't stop long to consider him, but he jumped down from his horse and thrust his sword into the horse's side so the young ravens whoa. would have food. Whoa. <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, 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 what? Hold on.
1: The ravens are like, we're hungry, so George jumps down from his horse and then murders his horse for them.
0: The f***ing kind of hierarchy murders? is that? Has he been listening to this horse the whole way?
1: I mean, maybe. What, is,
0: what does the horse say?
1: Why? (laughs)
0: No! George, why?
1: I carried you all this way. Uh, The young ravens tell him to think of them whenever he's in need, and they will help him out. He's probably in need now. He doesn't have a horse. He he
0: just looks at his wrist without a watch on it and says, Right about now, I am horseless.
1: (laughs) I traded my lovely, useful steed (laughs) For the aid of two infant ravens who can't feed themselves.
0: <laughs> Listen to me, you shitty little baby birds. The bill is due. <laughs> what do you got for me?
1: After this, George has to go on foot, and he walks a long way through the forest. When he's at last out of the trees, there was a long, broad sea where two fishermen were quarreling over a large golden fish. King Midas stopped by there for a brief...
0: Tried his hand at fishing.
1: Yeah, it was a vacation. Literally. I'm not giving you that. You don't get giggles or a smile. In fact, I'm taking away a dollar. <laughs> Damn it! Gordon, you have twelve dollars now. What? He gets Whoa. the dollar? Just
0: swing of two. I'm gonna end up in the poor
1: house. <laughs> Um, One of the fishermen is saying that the net. Is his So the fish belongs to him. And then the other fisherman said the net did nothing without his boat and his help. So obviously he should get the fish. So they keep arguing about this. But George comes up and says, hey, I'll settle it. Sell me the fish. Hey, I'll I'll
0: settle it. Yoink. (laughs) Later. My fish now.
1: Sell me the fish and I'll pay you well. And then you can divide the money equally. They agree to this. He gives them all the money the king had given him for the journey. All. All of it.
0: I want him to die. <laughs> I started out really liking this servant because I felt like he was—he had stayed alive this long by his competence. But I'm starting to question that. He has betrayed my trust in him as a competent and worthy protagonist to a story.
1: Maybe he was competent as a servant, but money management out, out in the and real world <laughs> and because horse he, management he not so much
0: too much money early on a detail that is utter, like eventually inconsequential that might be projecting <laughs> 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 but, observation but really though <laughs> but really though who looks who looks at two baby birds who are hungry looks at a horse <laughs> <laughs> and says, that's about a fair trade <laughs> I know which way I'm gonna hedge my bets This is enough for these two birds Is <laughs> a full horse
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna hunt in this forest Full of animals I'm not
0: gonna scoop my hand into the dirt below me For a single bug
1: I'm not gonna give them the food that I probably took For this journey
0: <laughs> Like a, a crumb of it, each He gives them a full so, horse <laughs> So to recap He he has some ants
1: Mm-hmm how many a colony
0: one one whole colony a half burned colony of ants yeah. a damaged colony two baby crows
1: And we're working on the third one
0: many fish
1: and just this fish
0: just one a fish a pretty golden fish he spent all his money on one
1: fish he gives all the money the king had given him for the journey to the fisherman and then he lets the fish go into the sea
0: the fish singular fish
1: yes they caught a goldfish, he buys the goldfish, and then he free-willies the fish.
0: Did the fish at any point say anything to him?
1: The fish now promises that when George wants help to think of him.
0: Alright, so it was not assisted suicide. Maybe the fish wanted to go.
1: The fish wants to be in the sea. Well, so now we know that. That's not suicide.
0: No, I'm saying oh. now I know it's not.
1: Okay. Up
0: until this point, the fish hadn't...
1: Said anything? But it in.
0: Maybe it wanted to go. Not expressed its opinions. Yeah.
1: This was the fish equivalent of standing on the edge of a tall building.
0: No, I just mean he he jumped to a conclusion without any data. It worked out, but it was still stupid.
1: So, uh, one of the fishermen asks George where he's going, and George says that he's on the hunt for a golden-haired maiden to be the bride of the old king, and he doesn't know where to look. Apparently this guy... <laughs> Is old and crotchety.
0: I've just been wandering and getting rid of all of my <laughs> earthly possessions as I go.
1: The fishermen say, Oh, yeah, we know all about her.
0: Of course they do. Exactly the one you mean.
1: Her name's Golden Hair.
0: Yeah, <laughs> would be.
1: She's the daughter of the king of the Crystal Palace on her the name, island over there.
0: Her name is Woman Character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> her name is Defining Physical Feature. Every day at dawn, she combs her golden hair, and the bright gleam flashes over the sky and over the sea. We'll take you to the island ourselves because you helped us out, but be sure to br- bring her, aw- bring away the right girl. The king has twelve daughters, but only one has golden hair.
0: It's probably the one that flashes. <laughs> it's
1: probably the one whose hair is gold. <laughs> probably. So George goes to the island and into the Crystal Palace, and he asks the king to give... To his king, the golden-haired daughter to wife. Yep. Mm -hmm. For him? George goes and says, hey, king of the Crystal Palace, my king wants your golden-haired daughter. Can I have her?
0: I come bearing no gifts. (laughs) I own nothing but the clothing you see on me. And I have no ID.
1: I am currently covered in horse blood.
0: (laughs) My king holds no court. (laughs) My king owns very little land. I have a favor owed to me by two birds that are small. <laughs> Daughter, please. No. I think this guy might have a tough time on first dates. Then <laughs> she asks, so what are your prospects? Scraping by.
1: Earning my continued existence one day at a time.
0: If you can think of anything that two very small baby birds can do for us, <laughs> I've got that.
1: I mean, eventually they'll maybe become adult birds.
0: Yeah, then they can leave the nest that they're stuck in.
1: No, they're stuck on the ground below the nest. They fell out. Oh. That's why their parents were like, man, (laughs) not worth it. He
0: he has two flightless birds in his corner.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they needed help because they couldn't hunt for themselves. He has
0: two ground walkers (laughs) that is not a horse. (laughs) They're like little ostriches. (laughs) But many times worse.
1: Well, the king of the Crystal Palace says, yeah, sure, but you'll have to earn her first.
0: I have 12. Might as well.
1: In the next three days, you must perform three tasks that I'll give you. One per day. Yep. Go ahead and rest Ant's till tomorrow, fish. though. fish. <laughs> Go ahead and rest till tomorrow, though. Uh-huh. So the King Boney um, hospitality rules here.
0: Is he King bony?
1: No, I think he's just the king of the Crystal Palace. Oh. Could be a cousin.
0: Didn't Bony have twelve daughters? Yep. Yep. Is this Bony?
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Where's this story from?
1: Uh, Czechoslovakia. That's Bony country. That's bon- <laughs> country. <laughs> Maybe this guy's just the King Boney fanboy. I'm calling it. <laughs> but he's not described as being an unusual figure. Hmm. Like, as far as we're aware, he's a normal human. He just lives in a crystal palace and has King Boney posters up in his bedroom and has designed his life to be exactly like For a
0: his. while now, we've been looking for the origin of Boney, though. We can't yes. assume that Boney looked like Boney his whole life. True. He could have started somewhere.
1: Which means he, if he's got 12 daughters, we all know, right, that he's not going to have 12 daughters by the end of this. Yeah. Like, we know how these stories go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can... Yeah. Um, how many of the daughters have we met?
1: Uh, we've met Frog Daughter, mm-hmm. which could have happened later, because oh. it doesn't say that that king has 12 daughters. We've met Frozen Spittle Daughter, and that's when there are 12 daughters. She was
0: the magic one that could make crazy things happen to reality.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. She's the one that turned a horse into a church bell. Yep. Two? So
1: that's two of the daughters. And
0: potentially three here.
1: And this might be the third one. Maybe... I don't know, he's got 12 daughters in the one story, and 12 daughters here. Either he had another they, daughter They don't or... stop
0: being his daughter.
1: Well, they... Does he just call him back for family reunions frequently?
0: Yes. Isn't that why they're always trying to escape him?
1: Oh, that's... that makes sense. Well, they,
0: they are <laughs> he's, always... He's a
1: clingy dad. Yeah. And
0: they are always of the line of Bony. Call your father.
1: <laughs> hey, we got a prince coming and I need you here so we can trick him again family reunion I'll serve bratwurst <laughs> okay so the next morning the king says that golden Hair has a necklace of costly pearls and it broke the pearls were scattered in the long grass in the green meadow and uh, his first task is to collect all of these pearls so george searched until noon and he found no pearls and then he says it
0: would be hard for him to see them in such a place for he is so large
1: yep He says to himself... It would
0: be better if he had smaller eyes and legs and body.
1: If his ants were here to help, it would go a lot better. And then the ants say, oh, we are here to help.
0: Just took the colony in his pocket. We climbed in your butt when you weren't looking. (laughs) (laughs) He's been with you the whole time. This guy is a meat sack controlled by ants.
1: Everything about both of that is upsetting. He's the loose skin sack.
0: We've been you this whole time, oogie boogie stuff.
1: Gordon, you're back to eleven dollars.
0: <laughs> oh no, the bank took it. Yes. He's a meat balloon. <laughs>
1: Um, the ants explain that they're here to help, running in every direction but always around him. And so he explains the task, and they go fetch all the pearls, and he strings them and walks back to the king. But one ant, who is slower because he was lame from the fire, cries out, "Wait! I have one last pearl."
0: Okay. So, is this is this task not tailor-made for crows?
1: What, pearl hunting?
0: Yeah, they like shiny things, and they're good at picking stuff up and solving problems. Not ones that can't fly.
1: Magpies are more into shiny <laughs> it, things.
0: It makes it harder, but I feel like crows are a good choice here.
1: Uh, George brought the pearls to the king, and luckily, because he listened to the lame ant, none of them were missing. So the king says, cool, cool, good job. Go rest until tomorrow. The next day... He says hey uh golden hair lost a ring in the sea and you need to go find it i don't know what she's doing <laughs>
0: i don't i don't think this woman is good marriage material she's not very responsible
1: <laughs> no she shouldn't be continuing to own jewelry because she doesn't keep track of it very well how far away is he
0: from from his, his kingdom yeah
1: at least a forest away <laughs> And an ocean. And an ocean.
0: Well, it but might- two birds flew into his kingdom's castle
1: uh-huh.
0: to fight over hair. Uh huh. They flew over an ocean, chasing maybe, each other for hair. Maybe, maybe they're two coastal kingdoms.
1: Or maybe it's not far out. Maybe it's like the Outer Banks of North Carolina. You can get there pretty quick from the coast of North Carolina.
0: Sure. Maybe it's like.
1: And it's a little forest. It,
0: it makes it just a lot more suspicious that two birds flew into a castle to then fight over this hare yeah. that they had been carrying for a very long distance. This
1: this is the detail you're most upset about right it's now? It's
0: bothering me. All right, well, Continue. hold
1: on to it. the discussion. Okay, um, so George goes to the sea and walks along the shore sorrowfully, because what else are you going to do? The sea is clear, but it's too deep to see the bottom, because ocean. And he says he wishes his golden fish was there to help. And the fish swims up to him and is like, hey, what can I do you for?
0: Jumps out of his throat and says, I've been here the whole time.
1: (laughs) Uh, So George explains the task. The fish says, oh, I saw a pike carrying a gold ring in its mouth. Just a sec, I'll go get it. I'll
0: go rough him up. I'm going to go mug another fish for you. <laughs>
1: the fish brings him the pike with the ring. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Tell him you're sorry. What kind of fish is this?
1: A gold one?
0: It's a goldfish.
1: Well, one of the big kinds. that hasn't been kept in a the, bowl too small for it.
0: The kind that can fight a pike. Yep. In the ocean.
1: Um... Uh, I'm going to assume that George. You know
0: those those saltwater goldfish. <laughs>
1: I'm going to assume that George brings the king, the ring attached to the pipe. <laughs> like he just drops a, a fish. Down. Well, he had to
0: prove that it was from the ocean.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and the king commends him for doing so well again. So the next morning, the king says, "Well, if you want golden hair to wed your king, she's going to need the waters of death and life. So we gotta go get those." Is this connected to Boney somehow? We've seen the waters of death and life a couple of times. And that's...
0: And Boney was present, right? Wasn't he... Possibly. Was that in I a well? which one that one Where the crab, crab claw beard... No.
1: No. I don't think that one... Maybe it, it wasn't a
0: Boney story.
1: No, we have seen it before. We had the waters of death and life last week. And it is a very Eastern European folktale thing. So we've had it happen a few times. Uh, our two prince twins—they dealt with it too. Eastman versus Westman.
0: Yeah, oh
1: yeah. Uh, so George says, "I have no idea where to find these things." So he wanders haphazardly, which is his modus operandi. Mm-hmm. So this
0: is the one saved for the crows.
1: Till he comes to a black forest.
0: When you say that he wanders haphazardly,
1: he's just going. And
0: he like is spinning around, making <laughs> helicopter noises.
1: <laughs>
0: That's his happy place. <laughs> That's how he thinks.
1: He comes to a black forest. I'm assuming this is the same black forest. Or maybe there's just black forests everywhere. And he wishes his young ravens were there to help.
0: Inexplicably.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And so they show up. And he tells them that he needs to fetch the waters of death and life, and he doesn't know where to look. And they say, oh, well, we know where those are. BRB.
0: All right. I guess. Couldn't find food. (laughs) Thanks for the food. We'll get you the water of life and death, though. (laughs) Know where that's at. Oh, that? That's down there. We know it.
1: We used to visit there all the time. Thanks for the food. (laughs) Mom and Dad.
0: Where are they finding this?
1: They don't say. They just show up, each of them carrying a gourd of water. One with the water of life.
0: We take this for granted, because we can't eat it like food. (laughs) One with the
1: water of death. (laughs) George is delighted. And he hastens to the castle, but at the edge of the forest he's caught by the sight of a cobweb with a large spider sucking a fly. George took the water of death and sprinkled some on the spider, and they took the water of life and sprinkled it on the fly.
0: This man and his arbitrary loyalties. <laughs> Wait, what? Back up. He took them and did what?
1: He sprinkled death water on the spider and life water on the fly. Why? He's in a forest and those are everywhere. <laughs> that,
0: why is he doing this to them at all? Because he has arbitrary loyalties to random <laughs> creatures.
1: And a scientific curiosity. I'm I kidding. mean,
0: I will I'm going to give him the very slightest of the benefit of the doubt on this, thinking that he should test the water first before he brings it back. Which is fine. That seems fine. Could he not have tested it on his horse?
1: <laughs> no, his horse is <laughs> his long horse is eaten.
0: Long devoured. Okay.
1: That's how the birds got so strong. Well,
0: I don't, I don't know what the rules are.
1: Uh, so the fly says, it's lucky for you that you brought me to life again, George, because without me, you wouldn't guess which of the 12 daughters is golden hair.
0: F*** <laughs> you, fly. Yes, I would. I wish there was some kind of visual cue that could tell me. Don't patronize me, fly. <laughs> I <laughs> think he sprinkles death water on it again. think I know a thing or two. Back to sleep.
1: Uh, When the king saw that George had completed the task, he said he would give him golden hair if he can select her for himself. So he led him to the great hall, and in the midst of it was a round table, around which were twelve beautiful maidens, with a long white kerchief over each of their heads, hiding their hair.
0: That would do it.
1: He says, if you can- I'm glad
0: that he picked white and not black, because you definitely can't see through white cloth.
1: Uh, Maybe it's like a thick muslin canvas. He says, if you can guess which one is golden hair, she goes home with you. And if she's not, she isn't for you, and you have to just go away. Thanks for the jewelry.
0: (laughs) Thanks for the three tasks. Well, thanks for some jewelry and then mastery over life and death.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for reasons. Although maybe that's how he becomes immortal. He drank
0: both at once. Yes. And became immortal, (laughs) Boney.
1: I've just been real curious about this.
0: Became a living skeleton, so he made a cocktail out of them.
1: Yeah, he mixed them with absinthe. <laughs> and that's the origin that's where story. he for... derives
0: his powers.
1: <laughs> um, so George is anxious about this last task, but the fly whispers in his ear to just walk around the table, and then he'll tell uh, George which one is golden hair. With the fly's help, George chooses the correct lady, and the king sends his daughter with him. That's it. Along with everything she needed for the journey.
0: There's not even a part of the story where the thing happens. It just says that it happens.
1: I think there's, in the story, they do walk around and the fly's like, Nope, not this one.
0: I was imagining a part of the story where the fly just flies over one and starts yelling, It's this one! (laughs) (laughs) Because no one else can understand him. Yes, buzzing.
1: I guess they get home fine, and the old king sees golden hair and jumps for joy. Woohoo! If I had been stolen away by a servant to marry a king with no input on my own. And my first impression of that king is that he's elderly and also kicking his heels. <laughs> I would just turn wordlessly and leave. But she doesn't have agency.
0: <laughs> Sucks to be her.
1: So the king gives orders for her wedding preparations to begin. And he tells George that he intended to have him hanged for his disobedience so that the ravens might devour him, but he has served him pretty well, so he'll only have George's head cut off with an axe, and then honorably bury him.
0: What? (laughs) On what grounds now?
1: Um, because he...
0: Because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah? There's no fourth animal saved up, right? No. Is this the part of the story where George calls on the forces of the animal kingdom to devour the king?
1: And we have an epic showdown where all the beasts because, of the forest waste because war. Because
0: all the animals like George better than the king at this point.
1: Because <laughs> he, he helps
0: be, them. He becomes land Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Terraman.
1: Um, well, instead of that, he's executed. Firmaman. Instead of that, he's executed. Uh-huh. And then well. Goldenhair begs the king for the body of the servant, and the king doesn't want to deny his new bride anything. You're into
0: some kinky shit, lady. <laughs> you want a headless man? Go for it.
1: So Goldenhair puts George's head on his body and sprinkles it with the water of death, which makes the body whole. I think we've seen this mechanic before. Sure. Where a separate yeah. body has to be sprinkled with death first. Yeah. And then sprinkles it with the water of life, and he rose again, fresh and youthful, and he says, oh, how heavily I have slept. Golden hair says, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and you would have kept sleeping forever if I didn't fix it. So the old king sees George come to life again, younger and handsomer than before. And he, being a king, wants it. He wants that youthful beauty for himself. Yeah. Cut my head off. So he orders his own head cut off and sprinkled with water.
0: He does not specify the water. You're going to get him on a technicality? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they cut off his head. I don't know if that means George and golden hair. Just have, <laughs> in, in the notes I have they in yeah. quotes, which means the story probably just said they cut off his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has no one, a sword. There's no one else in this castle that we've seen. He has a sword
0: and he's used it to cut before.
1: And then sprinkled him with the water of life till it ran out, but the head wouldn't grow back onto the body. Then, and not till then, did they sprinkle him with the water of death, and in an instant the head grew onto the body, but the king stayed dead because they were out of the other water. They goofed? They goofed, or he had secret other servants who goofed it up. Um, Since the kingdom couldn't be without a king, and they had no one else as smart as George who could understand all the animals, they made George king and golden Hair queen.
0: Yup, I did. Wait, okay.
1: <laughs> well, we need one of these. You two, kiss.
0: <laughs> well, that's the end of the episode. Thanks there for is. listening. Bye. Just, Bye forever. We're just gonna skip yeah, the y- next part. You
1: two have a, an obligation now. Oh.
0: a lot of problems with this one.
1: How do you feel about your your bet? My bet? Yeah, or bid. You bought this story. Yeah. Does anyone else want it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you to <gotta> resell <laughs> it. I don't want it. I didn't want it to start with. I'll mark it down considerably. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: put it on Craigslist.
0: For how much? What do you got? have <laughs> $11 still. I think I have a problem with almost every aspect of this story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've brought up a few of them already. Okay. The, the leaps in logic that it takes. What? Fix, friends,
1: fix. So we have the opening line that's like, <clears throat> the king could talk to animals, this is how he did it.
0: Okay, thanks, because I almost forgot about that. <laughs> and I wanted to go back to this since the beginning. Who was that snake and who wanted it dead? The snake? Yeah. Hold on, what?
1: The snake that...
0: The snake that he eats gives him the power to understand animals. Yeah. Why did the snake have that power, and who wanted it dead and given to a king? Why would somebody want it dead? This is what I'm asking. Right. Why would an old woman... How do you know that somebody wanted the snake dead? Because an old woman said, cook this snake and eat it. Uh, sure.
1: So we've encountered snakes who've been adopted as children before. You think this is one of those that didn't work out quite right? If we
0: found the final snake boy? <laughs> I think we found maybe more than the three snake boys.
1: Yeah, I think I also have a reserve snake boy somewhere. I think <laughs> the no, snake it's... boys are covered. We have we have enough snakes to cover snake boys, but then there are other...
0: Well, there, there would be legends of snake boys this, throughout the this world. This is also an actual snake. This is not a boy. Right.
1: Well, yeah, because we had... I don't know. We've had snakes get adopted by people. They've turned uh, into boys, but this maybe this one just didn't work out.
0: This woman's motivation is a good question, though. Why would she do this? Money. I, I can okay. I mean, she, sure. She did, she did but get paid. Beyond that, that's that's a quick cash grab for a very potent artifact. Let's assume that she knew how this was going to unfold. All of the events. Or most of them. She's some kind of witch. Or fairy, she, or soothsayer, or fairy tale, whatever. She foresaw that it would cause turmoil in the kingdom and the eventual upheaval of the current king. She's some yes. kind of
1: witch. She probably like just put the spell in the snake. Like It could have been normal food. <laughs> She's like, it would be really funny if I got him to eat a snake. <laughs> it could have been anything. It was a dare. Yeah. Another
0: witch dared her to do it. And he just got a good bonus out of it. Was it a good bonus? Ultimately, no. It made him paranoid and cranky. (laughs) And ultimately dead.
1: He was paranoid and cranky to begin with. Because the first thing we see is him buying the snake. But the second thing we see... Is him
0: calling it a fish.
1: Is him lying to a servant about the species and informing him (laughs) that if he takes a bite of it, his head will be chopped off. Because he wants to be the only one to have this power. And then not use it for anything.
0: Just to have.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: the king gets exactly one gain out of this, right? Which is knowledge of a girl.
1: Yeah, there's a girl somewhere. Like he listens he to it.
0: horses talk about treason, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then does horses wh- plot treason. And then does what about it?
1: Um, he decides he doesn't trust the horses anymore and turns back. So it's possible that that did save his life.
0: Uh-huh. Well, it didn't save his life because he's dead now.
1: Well, yeah, but it saved it for a little while later, which is really what any kind of life-saving thing is happening. It, like, if if someone saves your life, they're really just postponing your death, which is what was happening here. <laughs> Very negative way of looking at it. It's Final
0: Destination. tale edition. At the hands of treasonous horses. What were those horses up to? What did they want? Uh, I don't know, but I assume at least one of them got theirs in the end <laughs> and was eaten by baby birds.
1: It was the horse that belonged to the servant who was happy. He, yeah. ha- he had a happy lot in life. He backed the wrong man.
0: Sure did. <laughs> That's the lesson.
1: Gordy caught that. He gets his dollar back. <laughs> I caught what? Never mind. What did I catch? <laughs> That's making the back the wrong horse joke but but as talking. a wrong man. but as a
0: human yeah yeah got it you
1: got it okay i guess you can have that dollar. i
0: got it is that the lesson what humans suck <laughs> i mean that is a lesson i mean he made other animal friends did george what, <laughs> what? <laughs> i mean like what was that sentence <laughs> if it was just saying like humans suck because he betrayed his horse yeah But he he was also nice to a group of other animals. Randomly. Yes. He was mean to a spider so that he could be nice to a fly. Well... He killed the spider. Yes. The spider was probably the aggressor in that situation. That's called the food chain. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The spider will die if he doesn't kill the fly.
0: Well, yes. Look... I think it crews The spider that... was dealt a hand of cards. I
1: think. It's not like the spider was set there by an ox herd who was bored and just wanted to see some destruction happen.
0: They were made to fight each other.
1: <laughs> Nor was the spider a shitty bird parent who's like, Well, they're not Maybe. in the nest anymore, not worth caring for them now. Not
0: our kids. Maybe the ants all had tickets to that fight <laughs> before their home caught fire and he ruined it. The spider versus the fly. W-W-I-E, Worldwide Insect, whatever E stands for. <laughs> Entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> Is that it? It's, it's just up. called Worldwide Entertainment? What World, are you talking about? WWE? World
1: Wrestling Entertainment?
0: Well, WWE... World
1: Wrestling Entertainment, that's what WWE stands Boy, for. Boy, that's awful. Uh-huh.
0: That don't make no sense.
1: Kind of like the WWE and the story. Let's get back to that. Sure. Okay. Okay, so your first issue...
0: Can I pay $5 to be done talking
1: about this? No, that's an invalid what? bid.
0: Tell me your first issue again. Summarize it.
1: Why, f- why the snake?
0: Yeah, why snake? Why snake? Why? Why was the snake killed? Yeah, okay. I,
1: I think my headcanon is going to be that this was an adoptive snake story that d- did not work out.
0: This might solve itself, but why does the king employ the world's most fiscally irresponsible
1: man? I'm not sure that he has employed that but that the servant probably doesn't get paid
0: so he doesn't understand right or or he was just Markets. trying to spend the king's money out of spite possibly cuz he thought it would be funny to go back and said i spent all the money you gave me on a fish <laughs> and i don't on I a let, fish that I didn't keep that i released
1: my guess is to have continued employment in this palace Where it doesn't seem like any other servants have survived, he would have had to be handpicked from birth and raised in this kind of gaslighting environment (laughs) to believe that this is normal behavior and that the king deserves his loyalty, unquestioned. Because if, as a servant, I was threatened with death for everything that I did... And then I was given a potload of money and a horse and sent on a fool's errand to find a girl with gold hair on pain of death when I returned. I would just take that money and set up shop somewhere. I'm
0: honestly surprised that George didn't eat more than two bites of the snake in the beginning. Because George, in the rest of the story, puts all of his chips in in every situation. I think he should have just gobbled up the whole snake to test the recipe. I don't think that he should. I'm surprised that he didn't. That was a moment of uh, impressible, or impressive um, restraint but from you George. See,
1: that's George in George's natural environment. That he's been raised from infancy to handle. He knows how to cook food. You taste it. That way if it's poison, you die. The king doesn't. And you know if you put enough salt in. But once he Given- leaves... <laughs> With a potload of money and a horse and a fool's errand.
0: Given the slightest bit of autonomy, he immediately resorts to hedonism.
1: Yeah, he doesn't know. (laughs) No (laughs)
0: self-restraint.
1: Who's his only example? A fish. No, who's his only example?
0: Some horses.
1: Presumably from infancy. Who has raised him to be the man he is today?
0: I don't know. I don't think it's the king.
1: It's... Yes, it's the king. The king has The
0: king doesn't raise anyone.
1: I mean, technically he didn't raise George. He he combed George into a perfect, fearful he's saying, servant.
0: He's saying George was raised in harsh conditions to be the most perfect servant possible, like the Sardaukar on Seleucus Secundus. Sure. <laughs> it's true. Just take my word for it. <laughs> Is this a
1: Dune reference?
0: Don't worry about it.
1: It's a Dune reference, isn't it?
0: listeners will tell you.
1: I'm getting Dune vibes off of you.
0: Tweet at us. Listeners, tell me what you think.
1: You know, even after I read Dune and don't tell you about it, I'm going to have to respond to all of your Dune references with... Is this a Dune reference?
0: Has, has, it's a good book. Hashtag Dune is love, Dune is life. It's a good book.
1: But yeah, he's He's been groomed into the perfect servant. His only um, role model for life outside of his own is a king who displays all the king traits of hedonism and I want this.
0: Mm-hmm. And briefly a treasonous horse.
1: Briefly. So, yeah, What? what's he going to... He doesn't know how to do these things.
0: More than anything else, I want to know what that horse was planning.
1: <laughs> All right. So, so far we've had your problems with... Why well, Snake? Mm-hmm. Fiscally irresponsible. Reckless
0: spending. Right. Of resources.
1: I think we saw... Both
0: monetary and horse.
1: I think we have... Um, Explain both of them. Sure. Decently enough with the information we've got. What's your next qualm?
0: His arbitrary loyalties. I really don't like. That's more towards the end, though. Let's talk about those birds again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about them? What were they doing? Um, How did they get from point A to point B and why? I, I well, think it's a situation where both of these kingdoms are along the same coast. Like Greece and different Greece, <laughs> Athens and Sparta. So they just went from one to the other. But there's ocean. Where's this from? Czechoslovakia? Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> that's definitely wrong.
1: Well, it could be a Czech tale about Greece, a, a Greek-like place.
0: <laughs> the Czechs just picked it up. They just rented that one and didn't return it.
1: I mean, really, it's about fairy tale land, right? Yeah. Like, we've got the king of the Crystal Palace, and I don't think that's anywhere.
0: That's in Greece. That's in... yeah. The famous Crystal Palace.
1: What if the king of the Crystal Palace actually owns... It's where Zeus lives. ...all of this land, and our, our squatter king just, like, snuck into one of his spare abandoned castles?
0: Yeah, I don't believe that that man is actually a king.
1: He doesn't seem to rule over anything.
0: Until the end when he has subjects.
1: He hired them for the wedding.
0: (laughs) We don't have a lot of demographics for his kingdom, do we? We don't. We know for sure he has a servant.
1: Who seems to do all of the jobs. For sure there's
0: a snake witch. But she might not be a citizen. She might be passing... She might have a visa. Well, she came to the town hall meeting to tell me to snake. (laughs) Yeah, but...
1: Well, that's how she got the audience with the king, because you were questioning that earlier, too. Yeah. It's like, how How was she even allowed to speak to him? She just walked in. There are no guards. No guards.
0: <laughs> because the servant was busy doing something else.
1: Yeah, the servant was cleaning the latrines. She,
0: she opened a window and threw a snake in at him.
1: Eat this, it'll make you cool. Eat it! <laughs> Eat it!
0: And then she graffitied the wall and ran away. She <laughs> tagged it. <laughs> Which was here <laughs> For her gang
1: <laughs> Snake witches Okay so Kingdom's not actually that far So that's how the birds Kingdom's not actually kingdom That too That's supposed to be the old castle before he built the crystal palace So he's never had a reason to go back And
0: demolish it
1: Right and this king just wandered in or This old guy just wandered in and he's like Oh no one's in this castle And look a crown is here Guess who's king now Okay, so is that enough explanation for the birds? Yeah,
0: that's fine, whatever. I still I'm, don't like it.
1: I'm assuming the birds want the hairs for their nests, because that's the only pre- reason birds would care about hair.
0: Want string things? Yeah. It's like yeah. having a really good foundation to build on. Is hair made of actual gold? Yeah. That rings against the floor? Yeah.
1: They wanted to bling up their, their cribs. Is that a phrase that makes sense? I don't know.
0: Sure. Yes. Loyalties... <laughs> yeah he could understand the horse yes he killed it anyway yes how do you, how how do you do that he didn't uh,
1: didn't apparently converse with the horse
0: sorry horse it's you or these birds I've just met and one of you might come in handy hands are tied horse <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's no other I've met these way adorable baby orders,
0: birds orders came down from corporate nothing I can do. <laughs> You know he how just, it goes Shit flows downhill
1: He doesn't even think about it He's like oh they're hungry Jump Stab
0: <laughs> Does he even get off the horse Or does he just cut it at the neck No he, he does leap onto the ground He
1: leaps off the horse And From My impression Just skewers it That would require him thinking of this horse as food Yeah so maybe he was running low on his own supplies, because the king gave him money and not supplies for the journey, and he doesn't know what to do with money. There's
0: no one there to give it to.
1: Right, and so he's he's been thinking for the past like 80 miles or so of this horse as a backup larder. And so when he gets to these birds, that thought's already there. And they're crying for food, and he's like, oh, I'm writing food. Wish so they... I'd
0: asked those ants where some food was. That would have been a good favor.
1: Yeah, but then he would have to find pearls on his own.
0: He didn't know that. I know. Flying spider. Mm-hmm. Why choose one over the other?
1: Maybe he has arachnophobia. <laughs> and he just wants all spiders he to got, be dead. He
0: got spooked and dropped water on them.
1: Yeah. He's like, this is the perfect bug killer. Now I don't have to touch it.
0: Maybe he just rolled to die. <laughs> so the spider was unlucky. But why do they. Why does one have to die? Because he has to test both waters.
1: Those ravens could have, uh, Could have been con ravens. Test
0: them on the ravens. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> test their loyalties. Wouldn't that make Hope you more right.
1: upset, though? Because he killed a horse for them, and then it doesn't matter if he kills them. Like, he's obviously not. loyal.
0: It would. I don't know, that seems more consistent to me than just deciding I like this thing alive more than this other thing.
1: I don't know, that seems consistent with his previous choice. Keeping the ravens alive at the cost of his horse only to kill them after they help him out was a very old king kind of thinking. I think the golden haired lady was excited to marry a servant turned king.
0: With uh, dangerous spending habits? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal to me.
1: What if... Okay, what if this one came first? And the reason Immortal Boney still has 12 daughters in the uh, Frozen Spittle one is because she didn't actually leave her kingdom. <laughs> she,
0: and Boney <laughs> they, knew that? They, yeah. Mean, this they just fucking
1: idiot. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> You're king of nothing.
1: <laughs> but have fun, I guess.
0: King of the guest house. <laughs> You just just have the garage apartment The pool house Congrats daughter you got your independence I guess You live in the backyard now Good for you
1: It's gonna be my headcanon for for This immortal bony origin story
0: Yeah that's, that's suitable That solve all your issues Solve is a strong word
1: does it console your it, issues? It
0: addresses them. Okay.
1: It acknowledges <laughs> their existence. What about you? You have not chimed in with your own issues.
0: Um I think I have. I think I've been very suspicious of these horses okay. <laughs> the entire time.
1: So that's that's your
0: I I your know white what, whale. I want to know what they know.
1: They know that the old king sucks.
0: Yeah, like they're treasonous and I think there are good reasons for it. Because they're treasonous against this king who blows.
1: Well their their reasons, their given reasons to be treasonous against the king, is because he's boring to carry and they want a younger guy so they can frolic more. That's that's their given purpose. <laughs> the
0: reason for treason is because he's a geriatric piece of shit. <laughs> They want a competent writer. Yeah.
1: This one smells like prunes and fragility. I think that's a cover.
0: That's a cover up. Is it? Look at the shadows. (laughs) Show them to me. (laughs) What (laughs) if look at the photos. The shadows don't line up.
1: Okay, so what if George shares Gordy's conspiracy theorist leanings? Hears these horses, realizes that his horse might one day want to kill him for a younger rider. And that's why he takes the first blue.
0: There you go. It's a preemptive strike.
1: He's just been looking for a reason to get rid of the horse.
0: Are the horses organized? (laughs) (laughs) What is their plan for revolution?
1: I don't think they're as organized as the birds.
0: Have they they crafted unions that we need to break up? Wait, whose side are we on? I don't know. I'm on the horse's side.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what?
0: I'm all for horse revolt.
1: Speaking of birds... Um, Birdwatch. What about it? I mean, there's your explanation for the birds with the golden hair. It's like they needed to set this whole thing in motion. Uh-huh. It what was thing? staged. Getting, maybe... Getting
0: a, a a different man to be fake king of this not-kingdom?
1: Well, maybe that wasn't the point. Maybe it was setting up Immortal Boney's eventual rise. It's yeah. a very
0: long con. Like
1: they needed somebody to go <clears throat> over there... And and do all that stuff to get immortal the future Immortal bony, the waters Into of life power. and death. Yeah, so that he could take the throne. Because he's very influential. A, that seems
0: a, like a convoluted way to get those things to him. This is a very thinly veiled dune cover. Immortal bony is the quisatz Haderach.
1: The birds can't be too overt in their methods. Because people can't suspect...
0: So that's why he had to get these things from two idiot baby birds that don't know better. Because they were very overt and just handed him the water. Well, They're part of the bird watch too.
1: Yeah, they're, they're part of bird watch. They're planted there, obviously.
0: By bird watch, do you mean bird fall? Bird
1: fall? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Bird, yeah, they're, they're planted there as a ruse. They know that this guy is collecting favors from the animals so they can like, sneak the waters of life and death into that framework. And so these birds, who are capable of flying to get the waters of life and death, feign incapability to find food in order to whet his compassion <laughs> <laughs> and give a viable excuse for delivering. These objects.
0: It seems like it would be easier for those objects to just mysteriously appear on someone's doorstep.
1: Well, there's gotta be... I don't know. There's gotta be a reason why it needed to be delivered to a mortal bony through this.
0: Via George?
1: Right. Like, maybe he would be suspicious if it came from something else. Maybe he overheard birds talking about the waters of life and death, so they kind of primed him. But you know, if they just showed up, that would be concerning. Um, uh, maybe the birds don't want Immortal Boney to know their workings. Maybe if he's going to be immortal and a really big force in the world, they don't necessarily need him to know the extent of their knowledge or power. They need to, to remain the Black Ops agents engineering the puppet strings behind the scenes
0: I had a final problem and you've now distracted me from it with Immortal Boney but do you have Never mind. I can't say that I really want to say final solution but you should cut that out okay because that's Hitler <laughs> okay
1: here's Gordy accidentally being Hitler <laughs> over in the corner <clears throat>
0: Don't include that. That's not good. Have we ever addressed why people during this fairy time period who are tasked by kings to do these things where they have to search around the world for someone or something, why they don't not do it and leave? Because they're threatened with death, right? but they're also told to leave. I I don't know what compels them to return.
1: I know we've complained about this before. I don't know that we've come up with a solution. I think in this case it'd be gaslighting from infancy. The thought just doesn't even occur to him. He has no survival skills.
0: Well, I'm glad he's running a kingdom now then.
1: He's not running a kingdom. He's running a pool house.
0: I don't know, man. I think I'm out of juice on this one. I don't have any more problems.
1: Are you guys going to use your money or just end the episode with $5 and $11 respectively? I in your bid models?
0: $5 to end the episode. I'll bid $11 <laughs> to make you say something positive about this story. Oh! <laughs> this story featured <laughs> <laughs> $11. That's my sabotage. <clears throat>
1: it's got to be genuine. Uh huh.
0: Genuine. Genuine positive moments. Genuine mirth? Yeah. (laughs) And it it has to be from the story, and not the things that we have discussed. Yeah, Yeah, it has to be from the story. Because I was going to say, King Midas touching Goose's poopers. (laughs) Well, that doesn't quite do it. Well, shucks. This story, I don't care how small it is. Give me something. It's
1: got to be genuine. Yeah, I can see the smoke coming out of your ears.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> this story had a uh, defined beginning, middle, and end. Yeah,
1: I think we're gonna need better than just a description of. <laughs> I'm it. Trying to dodge this that's, problem. That's not positive. That's just a statement of fact about the story. Is
0: it not though? Because we have faced stories that just sort of ramble about nothing for no reason. Said, this this had, had a structure. It had a coherent structure. Yeah. Uh, I can give you that, I think. It, it followed a formula, one we've seen before, but at the very least it had that. Did it have a moral? <laughs> can I say that? Did it? I don't think so.
1: You have to define the moral
0: if, if it did. I really appreciated this story's moral, and let me tell you why. Uh huh. This story features a moral... That. And what moral is this? What I, I will continue, I will go into that in the next paragraph. <laughs> and right. in conclusion, this story's moral was nice.
1: I, I think that gets like a, a D minus to an F on your English paper. Like, as a teacher, I would see that, and I would. He didn't get anything from this. Negative a billion on his grade
0: This story had a moral Uh Some say it didn't But that (laughs) I'm here to tell you that it does Is this your
1: fifth grade paper Thesis
0: (laughs) Is this story Is this (laughs)
1: story's
0: moral (laughs) A good moral This paper presupposes That it is (laughs) But we'll let history be the judge uh.
1: <laughs> to all our teacher listeners out there We apologize for the horrendous flashbacks <laughs> You just had to your grading time This is
0: how you spot a student That didn't study for their essays
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wrote it at midnight The night before while their parents are screaming At them that bedtime is one o'clock No exceptions this time Oh my god Start doing these earlier
0: Why did we have you?
1: <laughs> you were a mistake <laughs> And so was this essay.
0: We only wanted your twin. All right, here's my favorite part of the story. Okay. Okay. I like the part where, where the woman tells the king to eat a snake. Okay. And it's, why? It's, it's good dialogue. Pushes the for, the story forward. It gives important details about this world and its inhabitants. Okay. There's a lot of world building. Uh-huh. Is in, there? In, in the phrase, eat this snake.
1: You're coming back and, strong, and
0: that's what I did on my summer vacation.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll give you a solid C
0: It's a passing grade. <laughs> Not by a lot, but you passed.
1: All right, you've got five dollars to sabotage Gordy. So what,
0: what if I drew like a picture in the margin? Of is that the, is of that plus episode? or is that plus or minus points that's of a, anything?
1: That's minus points because it shows you weren't really paying attention or taking the presentation of your project what seriously. It's really good, though. Still, there's a time and a place, Tyler.
0: What if I misunderstood the <laughs> assignment and thought it was you to not, illustrate? You do not get an extension.
1: Um, the directions were written clearly at the top, and reading directions is part of your education. I've I mean,
0: been really sick. Read your syllabus. It says assignments are due. Um, are we good?
1: <laughs> you need a doctor's note signed by both the doctor and your parents. <laughs>
0: And a stamp from your insurance overlord.
1: <laughs> you, have, you have five dollars to sabotage Gordy.
0: I bid five dollars for Gordy to single-handedly and solely end this episode. This is the last words you'll hear from me or Carmen for the remainder of this episode. The rest of what you hear is Gordy doing whatever he wants for however long he wants. That's how you're going to spend your money. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back to so the once and future king book one the sword and the stone in kippit liber primus on mondays wednesdays and fridays it was court hand and simulae logicalis while the rest of the week it was organon repetition and astrology the governess was always getting muddled with her astrolabe and when she got especially muddled she would take it out of the wart by wrapping his knuckles She did not wrap Kay's knuckles, because when Kay grew older, he would be Sir Kay, the master of the estate. The wart was called the wart because it more or less rhymed with art, which was short for his real name. Kay had given him the nickname. Kay was not called anything but Kay, as he was too dignified to have a nickname, and would have flown into a passion if anybody had tried to give him one. The governess had red hair and some mysterious wound... From which she derived a lot of prestige by showing it to all the women of the castle behind closed doors. It was believed to be where she sat down, and to have been caused by sitting on some armor at a picnic by mistake. Eventually, she offered to show it to Sir Ector, who was Kay's father, had hysterics, and was sent away. They found out afterwards that she had been in a lunatic hospital.